Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. I'm Carly Aquilino. I'm your host, and thank you for tuning in. I'm so happy that you're here. Very excited to sit down and be silly with my girls today. Okay? I need my girlies today. This is Sunday. Happy Mother's Day, by the way, um, to all of you. It's so funny. I got an email today from the cat sitter, you know, from the babysitters. I was chatting with them back and forth, and they said, oh, by the way, happy Mother's Day. How funny is that? I said, I don't think I deserve that, but thank you. <laughs> but I am mad that my cats didn't get me anything. Got a hairball from Stanley a couple days ago, though. So maybe it was, you know, a few days early. Anywho, you guys, I love you. I have to tell you something. And I'm not proud of this. I'm actually kind of embarrassed by it. But I don't know if we've talked about how embarrassing this is yet, but I have a sunburn. I have a sunburn. You know how humiliated I am? You know how stupid I look? I'm the color red. And it's already it's already begun peeling. It's not cute. And it really does just make you feel so dumb. Because it's like, I'm a grown woman. I should have known to put stuff on. But I went to the beach the other day. It was like 80-something degrees here in New York. What was it? Friday? Saturday? Uh, I think it was Thursday or Friday. It was so hot out. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go to the beach, lay, you know, lay by the water. So it was breezy. It wasn't super hot. It was overcast. I'm like, I don't freaking feel anything. I put sunscreen on in the morning. Didn't think anything of it. You know, I put my my goop um, glow stick on or whatever it's called. So I'm like, what the hell? I got home. I'm like, holy shit. I, I had no idea. So it just makes you look a little dumb, you know, and I feel a little dumb. And then everybody you see is like, somebody, somebody went to the beach. Hey, how about you fucking mind your business? Stop worrying about where I am. Stop worrying about where I've been and worry about where you're going and get out of my damn face. Okay. Because I can't even stand you. Anywho, you guys hope you're all well. I'm drinking. What, what's my drink of the week? I'm recording this earlier in the day on Sunday. So I'm actually having an iced coffee in one of those, you know, those cups that you get at Starbucks. They're like the reusable They look like just the regular plastic cup that they give you, but they're reusable and you can bring it in when you go to Starbucks. That way you don't have to use up too much plastic. But anywho, I have one of those and I made a little latte in it with my special espresso pods. So I'm living large over here, you guys. I'm living large with my sunburn and my, you know, Starbucks novelty cup. Um. We're going to get to these emails trying to think, is there anything I watched this week? I I know I always tell you guys what I watch. I don't think I'm, I'm up on anything else. I've still been watching yellow jackets and I've been watching succession. So, so that's that nothing new, nothing exciting. Um, okay. Let's get, oh no, don't call me out for doing that. The Okay. That's something I didn't even realize I did until you told me. Okay, so this one says, girl, it's a war out here, babes. You're telling me. Hey, Carl, obviously you have to start off by saying I love you and I love the baby boys. Oh, thanks so much. I just wanted to share what kind of shit men I've been dealing with lately. I met this cute guy who's an EMT. <laughs> you girl, a uniform boy. Or yeah, girl, a uniform boy. Not your girl. <laughs> She said, why a girl? Anywho. Anyway, he's in therapy. Okay. 
and only a couple of years older than me in parentheses rare for me because I usually am into older guys like five plus years age gap with a lot of issues. So we were supposed to get coffee on Mother's Day morning before we went our separate ways to hang out with our moms. We originally planned for a breakfast date like a week ago, and he had the audacity to ask me if I'm up for the challenge to see if we can make it the entire week without ghosting. Ugh. She says, I know. So it's the day before Mother's Day. When I tell you this man has put in like 8% effort after talking up a big game on how he's so excited to see where this is going, etc. I texted him and pretty much told him that if we're going to actually hang out the next day, I need a little bit more effort. Carly, tell me why he responded with some dumb ass, stupid fucking shit excuse along the lines of, quote, I was working and had today off. So I wanted to spend a little time with friends and be off my phone. The pure audacity of this man is astronomical. Mind you, it took him four hours to come up with that excuse. Ugh, he has a girlfriend. Anyway, sorry, Carly, for the novel. I was just hoping to hear that I'm not insane for wanting someone to actually have a conversation with me instead of texting back once a day. Am I asking too much? Is it really that much of a burden to get to know someone? Jesus Christ. Anyway, I told him to go suck his own dick and left him on red. Okay. That's one way to deal with it. You know, and everybody's different and I'll never tell you that you're wrong. And he flipped out. (laughs) Good. He flipped out that I canceled our date tomorrow. It's a bloodbath out here. Stay safe. Kiss you and your feral sons right on the lips. Oh my goodness. Here's the thing. When you, when you're in the beginning, uh, you know, dating stages with somebody before you guys are really official, when you first start seeing each other, that's going to tell you everything you really need to know about the person. And this is not saying he doesn't like you. Right. This isn't saying, oh, he doesn't he he just doesn't like me that much to put in this much effort. This is saying he's on his best behavior. He's giving you what he thinks you deserve. People show you what they think you deserve. So if he's going to treat you like that, why would you want to be with a man that this is his best behavior? You know what I'm saying? Screw that. You know, guys like that are fine if you're not trying to take them seriously, but. You know, I I just feel like we could, we could surely we could be doing better. There's no doubt in my mind about that. And the, and the, um, you know, I don't think you're asking for too much. Everybody's different when it comes to reaching out and how often they want to talk and how, you know, everybody's different. So never feel like you're crazy for, for asking. Let's see. This one, ironically, says the guy who sucks at texting. Hi, gorgeous girly pop. Oh, thanks so much. I was listening to the podcast today about the girl who felt like the guy that lived two hours away wasn't communicating enough, but was planning dates and their communication was fire in person. Let me tell you, when I met my husband in 2020, after our first date, I thought he hated me because he didn't say anything until like four days later, he texted me confused about why I didn't message him. He thought we had a great time, blah, blah, blah. I myself was a little befuddled. Turns out this guy sucked at texting and is horrible still on the phone. But I will tell you, I have a loving, intense connection. I'm sorry. I've had loving, intense conversations with men over text that ended up being total assholes. My terrible texter and awkward phone calling husband is loyal, sweet, hilarious, and loving. Oh, 
I just needed to realize that being good at texting doesn't equal a good guy. Actions speak louder than words. A thousand percent actions speak louder than words. Girl, if he's planning dates and making effort, give him a shot and understand that we all have weird little quirks. Um, but also don't feel bad. I thought my husband hated me or was a fuck boy uh, before I had that aha moment. A thousand percent. That's what uh, I, I know, which, um, obviously know which email you're talking about from last week. And if you guys didn't hear last week's episode, it was really a girl had written in saying she wasn't communicating a lot, um, through text with this guy who they were having, uh, uh, I wouldn't say a long distance relationship, but he lived two hours away. He was driving to come see her. They had amazing dates. He posted her on Instagram. And to me, it just sounded like a classic case of like, this guy isn't a texter. You know what I'm saying? So I think I said that last, um, last episode, some people aren't into it. And I, I personally kind of like that because there's a difference between not being a phone person and not being a texting person. And then just like, you're clowning on me. You know what I'm saying? So there's definitely a difference between the two. Um, but I kind of like to just like talk in person and, you know, I want to hear from you but I don't need a all day back and forth. Like to be fair, no man is that interesting to me. And I'm sorry. (laughs) What is he going to talk to me about the playoffs? I'm good. I'm good. I'll see you when I see you. All right. (laughs) Oil changes, please. Could not, I don't care. You know, Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our friends this week. Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by Factor. Don't spend all of your hot girl summer chopping up veggies. Let Factor do all the cooking for you while you keep crushing your health goals. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. It delivers delicious, nutritious meals straight to your door. It is the easiest way to stay on track while saving tons of time. You guys, I love stuff like this. I think it's so nice to have just something delivered. It's a no-brainer. It's healthy. You don't have to think about it at all. This stuff is so convenient and it really is helpful. I always love getting stuff from Factor because it's like, I, I just like don't want to worry about it, especially in the summer. You guys know I'm busy. Okay, I have five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 boyfriends. Okay, I'm busy. I'm a busy girl. Okay, so that's, I just love it so much. So they're always fresh. They're never frozen. And it takes just two minutes to prepare with over 34 chef-created dietitian approved options every week. There's always something new to try. They come in a variety of lifestyle options. So if you're vegan, vegetarian, keto, calorie counting, there's something delicious waiting for you no matter what. Head to factormeals.com slash secretkeepers50 and use code secretkeepers50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code secretkeepers50 at factormeals.com slash secretkeepers50 to get 50% off your first box. Anywho, you guys, let's get to this next one. This one says shit crappens and dating advice. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, Carly and the cutie kitty cat boys. I'm a new listener and this is my first time writing in. Oh, thanks so much for joining us. Before I start, I just want to say I love the potty and started listening to it about a month ago and have already listened to 20 episodes. Oh, thank you. You make me laugh during my long work drives and keep me sane in the streets of dating. Also, what is the name of that perfume you keep recommending? I'm dying to know. So you're talking about the, if you're talking about the oil perfume, it's called Parvati, which I saw, by the way, you guys know you heard it from me first because I found it in a little, little itsy bitsy shop in Hell's Kitchen about 10 years ago. Okay, so I'm not saying I'm the only one that ever wore it, but you guys, I'm not even kidding. 
the way that somebody sent me a screenshot of this like big influencers fucking stories saying that's what she wears girl are you a secret keeper or not are you a secret keeper or not i need to know if you're one of the girlies so anywho it's called Parvati. it's from the goddess line i'm probably pronouncing it wrong i'm so sorry uh but my other perfume that i wear a lot um is joe malone pomegranate noir is my favorite one and i have a whole whole collection of joe malone stuff because i just love him so much i actually just got their limited edition spring scents but i don't want to talk about it okay so it says i went on a date last week with this guy who was meh but anyway we ended up back at his apartment (laughs) i love you guys there's no better thing for me like when i'm reading these emails on this podcast the butt anyways from you always crack me up. You're like, he was whatever. I wasn't into him literally at all. But anyway, I went on vacation with him. Um, but anyway, I dated him for, you know, you're like, I really didn't like this guy. I'm not attracted to him. He's kind of boring and he's not nice to me. But anyway, I was with him for five years. (laughs) If I make merch, it's going to say, but anyway, Okay. So, but anyway, we ended up back at his apartment and he's, he excused himself to use the bathroom. I jokingly, I jokingly said, are you going to take a shit? And he immediately replied, no, I laughed it off and said, I was kidding. He then disappeared into the bathroom. I could hear him tearing up that toilet all the way in from the living room. No, it was so loud. It sounded like he was sharting. Oh my God. Why were you listening in that? Not you tuning in. <laughs> put the TV on. After he came out, he was trying to put the moves on me and hook up. And I just could not after hearing. Oh, God. After hearing about how bad he blew up that bathroom. <laughs> no, that was ballsy of him, though. Literally, as soon as I heard the noises coming from the bathroom, I was like, I need to write in Carly and let her know. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. So bold of a man to try and have sex immediately after having diarrhea. Like a woman would never, a woman would never, we don't, first of all, we don't go to the bathroom in general, but you know, the toilet is there for show in in a woman's home. And we all know that. But if we were ever sick, you better believe it's, it's not happening for you that night. Maybe even for several days later. But men are just like, cool, I just ate and shit my pants. Are you horny? (laughs) Couldn't be us. They really are fascinating. I really, I, wow. Okay. So she says, so second thing here, I recently moved to a new big city in Princeton, Chicago, and have been actively, I'm sorry, actively dating around. Um, to meet new people and explore the city. I haven't really been taking dating seriously because I don't think I'm super emotionally available right now. And I hate hookup culture. I eventually want to be in a long-term relationship, but I find myself being picky with men. You're allowed to be picky. I mean, look at what we have to deal with. This guy shit his pants, you know? Anyway, I'm dating five guys right now. See, that's my girl. And of course, the one that likes, I'm sorry, the one that least likes me is the one that I'm starting to have stronger feelings for. We've been talking for over a month and have been on one lovely breakfast date. Everything is going great. And we would text every single day. But as soon as he started sexting me, I kind of got the ick. Like I said, I didn't like hookup culture for myself and I hate 
when that's all a man wants from me. At first I played along and started to like it, but then I noticed his communication with me began to decrease and would only pick up when he wanted to talk dirty to me and sexed. I tried not to let it affect me, but I finally asked him if he just wanted to hook up because I hated this gray area. He reiterated that he's not looking for a relationship right now and is open to exploring the communication further. Uh, I'm sorry, the connection further. Now that's such a nice way to put it, the way that he put it, but she, she says, I said that I was too deep down. He's my favorite and I see so much potential with him on paper. He's everything that I'm looking for in a man, but the only flaw is I have a feeling that he wants me to chase him. And I really don't want to do that. Since that conversation, our communication has slowed down a little bit. He does message me, but it's literally only when he's horny and wants to talk dirty. What is this guy in seventh grade? (laughs) Come on now. I don't know how to feel about the whole situation. I've tried to make comments about going out on another date, but he just doesn't seem to ask me. I'm starting to lose hope on him, but I just wanted your advice on how I should move forward with him. Mind you, the other men I'm dating are more willing to plan dates, have respectful and meaningful conversations, and seem to like me more than this dickhead. Any advice that you provide will be very appreciated. So, okay. So of course, right? Of course, the guy that likes us the least is the one that we like the most because we're just human at the end of the day. But, you know, I don't think you're crazy for that. But at the same time, he's showing you exactly what he wants out of this. And if you're not okay with that, which I wouldn't be, um, not not that there's anything wrong with like casually hooking up with somebody, but if you have stronger feelings for him than he has for you, I think it's just going to end up in a little bit of a heartache for you. So I wouldn't move forward with him unless he wants to take me out on a date. I certainly wouldn't be sexting with him. Like to me, that's like, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. It's, it's icky. You're right. I mean, you guys don't know each other. You've never hooked up. You've been on a date and it's kind of weird to me that like he flipped like this. Like, what was it before that was making you be more respectful and have more meaningful conversations with me? And then after we go on a date, you start behaving this way. Like, no, I'm I'm all good. I mean, how much sexting can you really do to, you know, imagine, I mean, I can't think of anything more intrusive than getting a sex from a guy. Anyone I talk to knows not to even try and play that with me because I'm not good at it. Don't text me saying, hey, I have a boner. Okay, guess what? I'm busy. You fucking insane. Hey, I have a boner. Oh, cool. Like, please, even thinking about that, I can't even handle it. I'll leave you on red. I won't answer you until you change the subject. Anywho, I would just say, listen, I don't think there's a nice way to say it, too. Because, okay, let's see what he said back. Let's see what he said to you. Hold on. You said that you mentioned to him what was going on. Did he just want to hook up, right? And he said he's not looking for a relationship right now. Okay, so there's your answer. You know, I don't think it's he wants you to chase him because one thing I've learned because, girl, I've been in your shoes a million times. If a guy doesn't, uh, if a guy does want to be with you, He's not going to say that he doesn't. He's going to like fight for you and make it very, very obvious. So I would just say something to him like, listen, 
I'm not, you know, this isn't serving me in any way. You're, I'm looking for something more than what you're capable of giving me, period. That's it. Cause it's true. And don't let guys just like treat you like you're a piece of meat. Um, that's just to all the girls. That's just a thing that I feel like is necessary for me to say. Like he should be so fucking lucky to talk to you like that, please. We also have a huge, huge thanks to Athletic Greens for sponsoring today's episode. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted an easy to use supplement that actually tastes great. I take AG1 in the morning before I start my day and it makes me feel like I'm giving my body the fuel that it needs. It's so easy to use. I use one scoop of powder mixed with water once a day. It's the healthiest thing you can do in under a minute. You guys, this stuff, my friend was, she was like, there's no way that stuff tastes good. I'm like, I'm telling you, it really does. It doesn't have like a super strong um, taste to it, but you don't get that like vitamin, like uh, like aftertaste kind of lingering. It really is good. I think for some reason, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy, but I taste a little bit of something because I know there's spirulina in it. I definitely taste that. Um, it's good. It's good. To me, it tastes fruity. But it has in one scoop, it has 75 vitamins, minerals and whole food source ingredients. They give major health benefits like mood support and more energy, healthier skin, hair and nails. You guys know my hair is down to my butt cheeks. Okay, I have to keep trimming it once every few weeks because it's growing like a damn weed. And I'm sure AG1 has something to do with that as well. Um, you can get ready for all the fun you have coming up this summer. Athletic greens is a really easy way to give your body what it's craving. So you'll have the energy to party. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, athletic greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free trial packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash secret keepers. That's athleticgreens.com slash secret keepers. Um, Let's see. This one says, please help maid of honor drama and a fuck, Mary kill. Hi, Carly and the little princes. First time writing in. I'm truly stumped on what to do here. Long story short. I feel like my maid of honor is letting me down and I have no idea how to handle it. Backstory about two years ago, my best friend from college got married and I was her maid of honor. I was so excited and planned so much for her big day. I got decorations, party decor for a party after they got engaged through a bridal shower and engagement party for all of our friends, which was thousands of dollars. Planned an entire weekend in Miami for her bachelorette, made a scrapbook of pictures of all of her bridesmaids and memories and got her a quote unquote survival kit and cute decor items um, with her new last name for her day of, oh my God, that's so nice of you. Well, I'm now getting married in three weeks and I'm pretty disappointed in her and her attitude. I asked her several times to help me with the bachelorette trip and she acted like she could not be more bothered. I, oh my God. I planned a phone call with her to start talking through stuff and she forgot and didn't answer her phone for days. I finally spoke up a week out, uh, a week out after feeling stressed of taking on all of the trip planning and said, Hey, what's going on? And she just replied, give me two hours and then booked a few things randomly. What? She didn't offer to throw me a party. I didn't ask, but she didn't even attend any of them or bother to RSVP. Oh, she's, she's see, I'm going to finish this email before I, let me finish this email before I start you know, calling people names, which is odd because on my trip, she complained about how many events I was, uh, I was having and that she will be at all of them and then didn't show up. When I asked if she was coming, she said, no, she was going to spend mother's day with her mom. The party was on Saturday in her town. Um, and girlfriend doesn't like 
her mom at all and has never done Mother's Day with her. I have also skipped my own Mother's Day for her graduation and didn't want to travel for the other one, which I think is somewhat fair. But I will mention I traveled back and forth to her hometown about four or five times during this whole process. I texted back, oh man, I'm disappointed. And I was hoping that you could come to at least one of the parties and I never got a text back. Now I only compare what I did versus what she did because she outright told me, I can't wait to throw you a party and do all of the things that you've done for me and be a maid of honor before I even asked her to be. So right away, I had all these expectations built up in my head, but also to see that she was put off by the things I'm asking her hurts a lot. Of course it hurts. You might be thinking, oh, maybe she's busy. I thought so until I notice I get Snapchats of her playing pickleball every single weekend. I even tried to be sneaky and ask if she's doing okay. And she told me everything is going well and she's making great money at her job. I have no reason to not believe her. She's always honest with me about what's going on in her life. At this point, I'm three weeks out from wedding time, but my feelings are so hurt. I know I sound like a bridezilla. You don't sound like a bridezilla. But I want it so bad for my friends to show up for me like I have for them. Am I an asshole? No, you're not an asshole. You want to know what? What sucks about being a nice, generous person sometimes? And and that's something that you don't really learn, right? Like I'm like that too, where I'm generous, I'm thoughtful. I would consider myself to be a good friend that's, you know, there for my friends and and you know, goes out of my way for people that in my life. And what is really hurtful for somebody that is naturally like this, the way that you are, the way I would consider I am, is that not everybody has that thing. Not everybody is thoughtful. Not everybody is um, caring or compassionate. And a lot of people it sucks to say this, but a lot of people are just selfish or jealous or something like that. So to me, it feels like she got the, you know, she had you do all of these wonderful things for her, all of these thoughtful things. And you spent a fortune, right? And you gave her such a nice experience during her wedding. And she can't even be bothered to like show up to your stuff. To me, it's like, it's giving jealous. I'm sorry. I, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. It's not about her anymore. It's about you. And I don't know her, but it feels like if one of my friends was doing, first of all, if one of my friends was doing this to me, I would show up at her house. <laughs> like I would show up at her fucking house. I would go knock, knock, knock. It's me. You're around. Let's go to the Hobby Lobby. We got to pick out some decorations, girl. Let's go put your flip flops on. You know, let's let's put our Crocs on and let's head out the damn door. But um, I, my friends would never. She's ghosting you right before your wedding, please, please. I would even have. I would. You want to know what? If honestly, if one of my friends did this to me right before my wedding, where she wasn't showing up to things, she wasn't helping me at all. After all, like, and again, you're not expecting the same exact in return, but you did a lot of wonderful things for her and she took on this responsibility, right? She asked for this responsibility. So you're expecting her to do at least the bare minimum, which she's not doing. So I would just tell her, don't come. I I'm really am like, I'm, I don't know. I'm a Scorpio. So it's hard to really gauge if that's crazy. 
but I would probably say, listen, it feels like my wedding is such an inconvenience for you. And I don't want anybody there that doesn't want to be there. So why don't you just take the day off? You know, I'm all set. Thank you. Cause seeing her there would piss me off, you know, where's your wedding. I'll go to your wedding. Um, yeah, girl, you got to say something. You got to say something. You seem like a real sweet person that like maybe just, you know, and I understand not wanting confrontation right before this like big day, you already have enough shit going on, but I wouldn't be able to keep it in. And we also have you guys, some of these things I'm like, I'm like, this was so for me. And I was so excited to get uh, the email about this company because it's just so cool. So (laughs) if killing plants and trees is your specialty, but you want a pretty backyard, check out fast growing trees. Their plant experts have thousands of easy to grow plants, shrubs, and trees for your unique climate that ship right to your door. Get customized recommendations for what will grow best in your area. And their experts are always available for questions and advice. This is such a cool idea. You guys know in my last apartment, well, actually two apartments ago, I had so many plants. My apartment was full of plants. I think I had like 15 plants at one point and I really loved them. They were beautiful. And then when I moved to my most previous apartment, they just died. And I swear to God, I think it was just because it was bad vibes in there. Nothing good happened to me in that freaking apartment. But what I'm trying to say is I miss having my plants. And I was so excited to, um, hear about this. And this is like the type of thing too. So I went on the website and you put in, like, you could put in where you're from and it'll tell you which like plants, trees, shrubs, whatever will grow best in your climate, which I think is really helpful because a lot of times you don't really know what to do. Um, so I was like, oh my God, I wish I had a backyard where I could put like a fruit tree. They have all these beautiful fruit trees and stuff like that on there. But I ended up getting a gorgeous plant that I'm so excited to receive the pink princess, not the pink princess. And that one's going to go all the way up above my damn above my kitchen cabinets. I'm going to put it on my kitchen cabinets, but it's so beautiful. It's a rare plant. They have different categories. They have rare plants. They have ones that are pet safe. It is just so cool. And I, I just love stuff like this. You guys know me. So I'm excited to kind of get my butt in gear and, and have more plants in the house. Join over 1.5 million happy fast growing trees. Customers go to frat fastgrowingtrees.com slash secret now to get 15% off your entire order. That's 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash secret fastgrowingtrees.com slash secret. Um, okay. This one says, sorry. Oh gosh. Where do I even start with you guys? Okay. This one says miss making many miserable mistakes. Sounds like a children's book. Oh, and then there's a follow-up. Let me make sure the follow-up doesn't say, hey, Carly, please, for the love of God, don't read this. <sighs> okay, because sometimes that happens. <laughs> you want to know what I've noticed? A lot of you will um, email me when you're drunk, which I love because it makes me feel like one of the girlies. Because I'm like, the girls are thinking about me when they're, you know, when they're on a whole nother level, when they're on a whole nother planet. And I'll know you guys are drunk just by like, first of all, the time you send it, it's like four in the morning. You know, everything's spelled wrong. You guys are cursing like sailors. Like, I love it. So a lot of times I'll get stuff like that. And then like, 
a couple days later, get a message. Oh my God. I was so drunk when I sent you that. Please don't read that on the podcast. <laughs> but anywho, anywho, this one says miss making many miserable mistakes, right? Hi, my honey love bun. I've been going through it like literally. So my ex in parentheses, six, five, tall, nice beard, big wee wee. And she did spell wee wee. O-U-I, O-U-I. Okay. So she's French. Broke up with me over text. Keep in mind, uh, he was calling me babe and baby until I asked him to give me a little bit more attention because he's a chronic gamer. Ugh. The second I asked him for more of his time, he sent me the most bum bum breakup text ever. I've never been broken up with. So this hurt my ego to the gods. Keep in mind that he has some family trauma and he is unavailable emotionally. I'm not trying to make excuses for him, but I'm still in love with him. He's still in my life, hitting me up and still talking to me. I've had the most horrible anxiety. He broke up with me a week after our eight month anniversary, but I am now almost a year later processing it. I can't eat, sleep and drink without thinking about it. I really go through a lot and can't understand why I'm feeling worse now than during the initial breakup. I'm only 21 and he's about to be 24. He's a Virgo girl. It doesn't matter what sign he is, which is unfortunate for me. I'm a Capricorn. It doesn't matter what sign he is. He's a stop sign. Okay. We got to stop talking to him because I'm absolutely still infatuated with him. Even though he's a basement dweller, he doesn't have a license and he's a horn dog. He made me feel so loved and adored, but as I'm processing it, I'm feeling so lonely and upset. I thought we were going to get married. Am I being too empathetic? I have such a maternal instinct that makes me want to care for him, but at the same time, I'm trying to move on. To keep it PG, we've been seeing each other occasionally, but the second I stop showing interest, he's back down my throat. I'm still in love with him, but I don't know what to do. I'm extremely distraught and need some girly advice. Also, a good piece of info is that we're in the same friend group. He hasn't gotten with anyone. All my friends say that he's lame, but his Instagram following has gone up. Oh, girl, you're, kill you're, you're killing me over here. You're, you're torturing yourself over here. I know I should move on, but my heart is telling me to slow down. I need some advice and would love to hear what you have to say. I'm going to attach a photo of my puppies aw, and a photo of me and my ex. I love you on the podcast so much. Would love to hear your advice. Thank you so much. Okay, wait, let me see the, oh, the dogs are so cute. They're like little golden doodles. Stop. They look like fried chicken. Now let me see this guy. Hold on. Oh, girl, please. Not this guy. <laughs> girl. I'm so sorry, but not this. Oh. All right. I got it. Girl, please. Girl, please. Whenever you guys send me pictures and I'm not even trying to be nice. I'm not even trying to be nice. Okay. Listen to me. When you girls send me pictures of these guys that you're like, he treats me like shit. I don't know if he likes me. He doesn't want to be with me. He broke up with me. I'm not even kidding. This girl is 10 out of 10. The guy looks like I can't even. <sighs> I can't. I absolutely can't. You're going to look back on this picture when, when, you know, in a couple of years and you're going to go, that was the fucking guy. Please girl, please girl. I can't, you know, and I'm sorry, I, I know you love him, but I, I gotta be, someone's gotta be honest with you. He, he's punching up, okay? 
So, and that's what happens when we like someone, it really doesn't matter. Like we, we stop seeing how, like what value we bring and we stop seeing what we are and stop seeing ourselves for like what we really are, what we really look like. And we just start beating ourselves up over, over these schmucks. Okay. But what I'm going to tell you is it seems like you were trying to say in so many words that you guys are still hooking up, but he's not committing to you. Right. And I think that that's your answer. I think it's, um, that's why it's harder for you now than it was when you guys initially broke up. Right. Because you, like you've been seeing each other and I know what it's like when you stop seeing somebody and then they call you and then you hang out and you feel like there's something there again and you might want to get back together and you hope that he wants to get back together. And then it just ends up being the same old bullshit and the same old cycle. Right. Oh, wait. Okay. So let's do the follow-up. She said, I sent him a paragraph on how I felt. And this is what he said to me. My heart is absolutely shattered. I'm so shocked and hurt. And this is so upsetting. Um, I feel bad for being so empathetic at 21 years old. I feel so mature compared to everybody else my age. I'm so hurt and need advice from the girls on how to move forward. He was so sweet. And now he's such an ass. My heart is swollen and broken. Oh, you poor thing. I just want to give you a hug. We we've all been there, girl. So let's see. She sent him a paragraph, right? And he said, hey, I just want to say I'm not mad. I just hate when people put on a victim mentality. It's my biggest pet peeve. You might not have meant to do that, but that's exactly what it was. Okay, let's break down this text message sentence for sentence because I got time today. Okay, and I'm hyped up on my Nespresso pods. That originally taking no accountability for anything and immediately calling you a name pretty much, right? And saying he's gaslighting you and saying you you weren't even trying to do that, but you have a victim mentality. And that's my biggest pet peeve. Okay, cool. He's gaslighting you. Let's see. It's something you do so often. And I mean to ask you. What? I even snap at her. I mean, you can ask Cass. I even snap at her sometimes for it. Who's that? Sorry if it was harsh, but I've had a little bit of a rough week. What, what, what is a rough week to a 24-year-old guy that looks like somebody tried to draw Nick Jonas from memory? Okay. Some little twerp. I've had a really rough week. I'm 5'2". <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not going to say anything else bad about him. I, uh, I've just had a rough week and I want to let you know what this was all about. Of course, again, not taking any accountability. Uh, I'm letting you know that I'm not going to read what you said. Wow. Okay. So he went zero to a hundred. I was being honest with you and let you know that I was being harsh. I'll just go ahead and block you now. Wow. Uh, this is all very immature too, by the way, I don't feel like dealing with this. You can say it's shallow, but it's fine. You and I can have different opinions. Girl, this guy's such a clown. Please. It's better that you guys are blocking each other. I would keep them blocked on Instagram, on on your phone, on Twitter, on TikTok, on Etsy. You know what I'm saying? On eBay, whichever way that you guys were communicating, you got to end it. Okay? Because these people linger. And when they feel us, you know, 
losing interest. They go nuts. And then when we give them the time of day again, they, they back up. It's like, who's playing the games here? Not me. And I know you don't, I know you don't want to hear this, but you're young. You have your whole life ahead of you and you'll date a million other people. And you're going to look back and, and think it's so silly that, that you let this guy clown on you. This guy that looks like this. I mean, come on. Um, Jesus Christ. I mean, the audacity really, really is insane. The confidence, the unwarranted confidence that men have is wild. It's wild to me. It really is. Okay. This one says, God, there must be something in the water. This one says toxic men part 496,858. <laughs> Hi, Carly and the kittens, longtime fan, fellow Long Islander. Ooh, where are you from? And recent discoverer of Secret Keepers Club. And I can't express to you how happy listening to you every week makes me. Thank you so much. Oh, well, thank you. Your humor and advice to all the girls has helped me through some tough times. About a year ago, my ex-boyfriend and I broke up, which was unfortunately unexpected on my end. We came from very different worlds, but we met organically through a friend and we hit it off instantly. I'm a woman of a certain age, in parentheses 35, and he was 37, so your girl wasn't looking for anything casual, but also not rushing to the altar or trying to have children. My ex was fairly honest about his lifestyle, which it included a large amount of drugs, Xanax, Adderall, daily weed, smoking, vapes, microdosing, LSD. Jesus Christ, where'd you find this guy? And of course, the booger sugar. Of course, the booger sugar. You might as well add it on top, right? This is like, uh, Jesus Christ. <sighs> Side note, he was extremely successful in his career, of course. And he was extremely likable. Me, on the other hand, I barely drink and have chronic illness to tend to. So none of that stuff interests me. He told me right away that being with me was what he needed because he the, because the party lifestyle wasn't sustainable and loved the fact that I would rather do other activities than party. We had this instant connection that made me believe for whatever reason that he was the one. Over the months, it felt like cutting back on a lot of partying made him happy and we spent every weekend together and many days during the week. I eventually met his friends um, who did drugs on the regular, which made me very uncomfortable, but he swore that he would never do anything like that around me or with me. He told me he cut back a lot and I always believed him when he said it didn't bother him that his lifestyle changing with me and preferred our time together more. However, after eight months, things started shifting and information started unraveling. In one conversation, he mentioned how he made out with this girl in his friend group, aka his best friend's wife. Oh, not while we were dating, but made out with her while his friend and this girl were dating. And they made a pact to never tell his friend. This really upset me and he didn't understand why. I also started noticing that he was paying attention to Instagram girls, locals nonetheless, that were 21 to 25 years old, Ugh. but barely acknowledged my Instagram. It felt like I was slowly losing trust in him, but he uh, that he wasn't attracted to me and caused a lot of tension. And ultimately, after a year of dating, he broke up with me right bef before he left for a guy's trip. Side note, two days before we broke up, he suggested our parents meet when he gets back. Then he proceeded to avoid me for days. On this trip, he sent me a long message saying that I basically forced him into a relationship that should have ended, said I never appreciated him, forced him to be someone that he wasn't. Ugh, please and how I kept him from his friends, completely shattering my self-esteem. 
To add fuel to the fire, he took a girl to a friend's wedding two weeks after we broke up, posted on social media for everyone to see, with the kicker being that he swore this woman was quote-unquote just a friend when I asked him about her suspicious IG messages two months before. It's been a year since we broke up, and every day feels like it was just yesterday. I blocked him on Instagram because I was tired of seeing his 21-year-old girl followers liking their thirst trap pictures and partying with these new people that I've never met. I've been through so much therapy, dated other men, but I'm always thinking about him. I know a a major red flag was the drug use, considering I don't do any myself, but the question is, is it crazy to think that one day things could be different in the future? Certain family members of his still reach out to me and we have a mutual friend, so it seems like I'm just hovering, waiting for him to change and realize that he fucked up, and maybe they are too. Any advice on moving past this toxic man and regaining my sense of self-worth? It just feels like my entire relationship with him was a lie and I still feel so broken and unable to be loved. Sorry for the lengthy, but summarizing this relationship was tough. Kiss you right on the lips. And then she gives a good, oh, this is a good fuck, Mary kill. This is a, this is a tough one. And we'll do that at the end, but oh, okay. First of all, I'm sorry that you're going through this. This is a nightmare. This is a nightmare being blindsided by a breakup when you love somebody and you think the person is going to be your forever person is really, really devastating. And it's not something that you could just get over in a few months. You know, everybody's different, but however long it takes you to like heal from that is, is okay. Um, but I've been there before where you're just like devastated over a breakup and you kind of like think about how long it's been. And you're like, why can't I just get over this? But then one day you do, I promise you that. Um, and that's just from my experience with it. You're just like, I, I remember feeling, I wouldn't say obsessed, but I remember feeling like I wasn't even myself anymore. I felt like I was just like a shell of, of who I wanted to be or who I used to be. And then you just kind of think you'll never get over it. But, but then you do, you know, time goes by and, and we move on. But I think that, um, there's a lot of red flags here, obviously all of the, you know, the cocktail of drugs that he's taking regularly, um, the, him being 37 and and trying to talk to 21 year olds, it's icky, it's icky. So I think it's like, you deserve so much more than that. And you don't see it right now. Um, I know that I'm, you know, he, I'm assuming that he had some great qualities where you guys got along really well or whatever. He's really charming. He's really charismatic, but, uh, girl, to me, that's not a person that you want to be with for the rest of your life. It's just, it's not sustainable. I've been with people who are like this too, because they put that burden on you, right? Like, well, I don't want to, I'm going to stop drinking or I'm going to stop doing drugs. And I want you to be like, it's, it's way too much of a burden to put on you. Like, oh, well, you're the reason I'm not doing that many drugs right now. Like, okay, why is that your responsibility? Have him figure that out. You know, I'm not here to do that for you. So I think that they, these people have like, they have addictive personalities and if they're not addicted to drugs or they're not doing drugs and they're not partying, they're like, what can I fill this with? Let me just suck the life out of some like unsuspecting nice woman. Honestly, let me just ruin someone's entire self-esteem and life. You know, I really think that's what it is, but 
these habits are not easy to change. And it's really not something that somebody wakes up and says like, oh, I'm just gonna, just gonna be, you know, I'm just gonna give it all up today. You know, that has to be a choice that he makes and, and who knows when that will be. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be waiting for him. Um, but just look at it as like, I always say, you guys, like, look at it as all of these qualities, um, they're just unattractive. Like that, that gives me the ick when somebody does shit like that. I just go, ew, you're gross. You're a loser, you know? But I don't like that. He tried to gaslight you and saying, you, you took me away from my friends. Um, you're 37 years old. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know why I, I, I don't know why that's a bad thing. Cause you're 37. So please. All right, let's see. This one says, am I setting myself up for failure? Hello, Carly, seeking your advice on dating someone fresh out of a very long relish. It's early days and I've been upfront about generally being ready for a partnership, but he just moved into my town and just got out of a very long relationship. He said he was open to the idea of something uh, more than casual, but he needed to take it slow. This honestly works for me as I was really ready to take my time getting to know somebody before committing to a future relationship. So far we get along great. The communication is easy. And honestly, um, he freely tells me that he likes me, but he also has communicated that he's just figuring out who he is after such a long time and is confused and doesn't know if he can predict anything in his life. We talked about, quote unquote, taking it slow, meaning continuing to see other people and not making any commitments too soon. But I'm hesitant to make things physical since I don't know how long my anxious ass can sustain that. Am I setting myself up to have my little heart crushed here? Do I need to close myself off and walk away? Keep me in your thoughts and prayers. So I I think it's so smart that you're thinking like, okay, before I take things to a physical place, I want to know what this could be because you have strong feelings for this person. Right. And there's no like, yes, I want to be with you. No, I don't want to see other people. There's nothing that's really finite about the conversations that you guys have had. So there's nothing bad about it too. And I am a total advocate for people taking time after they get out of breakups and, you know, healing on their own and, and kind of just like finding themselves. Uh, because I think that's really important. And I, I think it's a green flag that he's acknowledging that, right. That shows like a, you know, a, an emotional capacity that we really sometimes don't see in men. Cause they like to jump from, from one person to the other. Cause they don't want to deal with their, with their shit. So I don't think it's, you know, necessarily a bad thing. I think it's great, but I think it's smart of you to say like, okay, then maybe we won't hook up right now, you know, because if you really like somebody, that's just something that is just going to drive you crazy. And just an FYI, you know, to the girlies, we don't need to have sex with people like, you know, we don't have to have sex with them. If you're dating somebody and you're not ready, then don't do it. It's really just that simple. You don't owe anybody anything. They should be so lucky, please. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's smart, smart to think it out. But just, it's it's so hard because it's so easy for me to say, just go with the flow. Just be cool. The girls are cool, you know? 
Because then when it's me, I'm like, cool, I'm going to jump off the Verrazano Bridge. If I, ugh, please. Okay, please. <laughs> you know? So I get it. Easier said than done. But I would keep my options open and cross that bridge when you get there. Enjoy, enjoy each other's company in the, in the meantime. Okay, so these are the fuck Mary kills that we got for this episode. So this one is nicotine alcohol weed. Killing weed. Because it's just, I don't smoke weed. I don't do weed. Okay, and if you guys do, I will call the police on you. I'm just kidding. I think it's legal. And uh, I'm the only person I know that doesn't really like smoke weed. But so I'm killing that. I'm, wow, am I marrying? I'm marrying nicotine. I don't care. I don't care. The love that I have for nicotine is something that unless you are addicted to, to cigarettes at one point, you're just never going to understand the way that I feel about it. Like I love and 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 I'm and I'm saying this right now. Put put my hand on a Bible. That's how honest I be. I love smoking. I love cigarettes. I miss cigarettes. I look at people smoking and I go, oh, happiest guy on earth, because I just freaking love them so much. Okay. I was out with someone a few weeks ago and he's like, oh, like, I'm going to just go outside and smoke a cigarette. I go, you have cigarettes? He's like, yeah, I have cigarettes. I'm like, Can I I'll have one. Come on, I'll have one. Smoke the whole thing in one inhale. God, I fucking love those things. Woo, whoever invented those was really onto something there. Okay, so I love smoking. I miss it. And I'm smoking these stupid USB drives that I smoke now, these ugly, stupid, embarrassing vapes. And I just want to be a cool kid and smoke ciggies again. <sighs> Anywho, marrying nicotine, fucking alcohol. The next one, uh, this was the one that I said was hard. Uh, John Stamos, Freddie Prince Jr., or Zach Morris. <laughs> you want to know what? Something I will say Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Geller. I always want to say Sarah Jessica Parker. That wasn't it weird when like every girl had three names in the 90s? Sarah Jessica Parker, Sarah Michelle Geller. Like every girl had three names. There was that other one with the brown hair. You know who I'm talking about. Was her name Sarah too? Brittany? No. Was it Jessica? Jessica? No, not Jessica Beale. You know who I'm talking about. She was like a cutie. Jennifer, uh, she was like a super cutie 90s girl. Anywho, she had three names. Sarah Jessica Hart. God, what the fuck was her name? Guys, I, I, I'm going to... You know what? I just want to Google it really quick because it's going to bother me. Hold on. Melissa Joan Hart. Melissa Joan Hart. There we go. There we go. I didn't even put that into Google yet. Anywho. Um, okay. Freddie Prince Jr. has been with Sarah Michelle Geller since, you know, we first were introduced to them. So I think he's a good guy and I want to marry him. Okay. He's obviously a good husband. He's been able to sustain one of the longest Hollywood relationships in history. Okay, if they break up, I'll be devastated. And how cute was that? Buffy and Freddie, you're kidding. So we're going to marry him, obviously. We're not stupid. Then we're going to fuck John Stamos, of course. Let's not get crazy. And Zach Morris got to go. He's got to go. I hate to see him go, but he's got to. Anywho, you guys, I love you. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Hope you have a great week. You can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week. Bye.